Queen Elizabeth II died today in Scotland, as you likely know, at the age of 96. She was the longest serving monarch in British history. She was born in one world and died in another. It's not easy to maintain your dignity while living in the public eye. Most of us could not pull it off for an afternoon. Queen Elizabeth did it for more than 70 years. I want to ask you all, she wrote shortly before her coronation in 1953, whatever your religion may be, to pray for me on that day, to pray that God may give me wisdom and strength to carry out the solemn promises I shall be making and that I may faithfully serve him and you all the days of my life. For the most part, she did just that. And that was not a small achievement given the period she lived in. The week that Elizabeth was coronated, Edmund Hillary, British subject from New Zealand, a beekeeper, became the first man in history to summit Mount Everest. The achievement seemed symbolic at the time, Britain on top of the world. And life certainly was good to Elizabeth. She had to deal with a lot of family issues, but goodness gracious, 70 years. Ironically, yesterday, we would celebrate the day that she surpassed Queen Victoria Mm -hmm. in 2015. And today we're talking about her untimely death in some ways. I mean, we kind of knew. Right. I mean, when you're 97. Yeah. It's it's just, but we we thought maybe she was going to pull through this one. I, I didn't. I really didn't. I thought when they started making those announcements yesterday, I, I was um, I told my mark on the mm-hmm. phone I said I wouldn't be surprised if she wasn't already yeah. gone um and again she's retired from had kind of retired from view mm-hmm. and uh, wasn't making any appearances right. anymore I mean, she made it to Balmoral the jubilee and, mm-hmm. and but it was very limited um, well and and after losing you know Prince Prince uh, Philip, Philip yeah. I'm sure that you know things got much harder. I, I am amazed, though. Some folks are either really mourning her or they're being rather nasty. Yeah, we'll have some audio which later. I just don't. Why? I don't, I don't get it. I you just know, don't understand. What, but what anyway. Tucker said in the intro how she was in that public eye for 70 years. Yeah. Most of us couldn't last a half a day. Oh, for uh, sure. In that kind of scrutiny. And she did it for 70 years and did it with a lot of grace. And and the uh, the interviews that are they're coming in with different ambassadors that got to work with her uh she's quite a quite a lady plus president reagan was her favorite president yes. so how can you not like her i love so that much? yeah so they were buddies anyway horses their interest together was horses too horses she loved dogs she loved corgis and labs mm-hmm. and maybe that's why i, I liked her i yeah. don't know uh, but anyway, we will uh, talk about that a little bit yeah. as we go on today. It's Friday, so it we'll is. have some Friday funnies coming up as well. It is. How about your uh, your thought of the day? Wait, this is like this is like a dog wanting to get out of the gate. Oh. Hello, Friday. I've been for you for a long time. You the morning jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Hello, guys, got a stuttering problem there. Mark, 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 Mark. <laughs> what day is it, Mark? <laughs> It's Friday, Janet. All day long. <laughs> yeah. Here's your thought of the day for this Friday. It takes nothing to join the crowd. It takes everything to stand alone. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Hmm. Be bold. Stand alone. Yeah. When you need to. Mm-hmm. Join forces when you uh, when you can. Yeah. Here's our Ron Jam trivia for this Friday. 434-248-0704. That is our number. We'd love for you to participate in our Mind Jam trivia. Sometimes referred to as a goon in some parts of the world, this product can last up to six weeks 
and was inspired by the storage habits of shepherds. Hmm. Called a goon. Called a goon. And can... uh, Last six weeks. All right. All right. What do you think we're talking about? Mm-hmm. 434-248-0704. On this day in history, in 1908, Orville Wright makes the first one-hour airplane flight at Fort Myer, Virginia. <laughs> for an hour. I don't know that I'd want to be up in that wreckety trap for an hour. <laughs> Jeez. But well, he did it. Yep, he did. In 1963... Democratic Alabama Governor George Wallace is served a federal injunction to stop orders of state police to bar black students from enrolling in white schools. But wait, how is that possible? He's Democrat. I know. I just just thought Republicans did stuff like that. Well, I know. That's what the the current administration tells us. Right. Huh. Have they taken down his statues? I don't know. Have they ripped his name off of highways and things like that? Probably not. It's a good question. It's probably right there next to the bird highway. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Just curious. Mm -hmm. Uh, In 1966, wow, this was a big premiere. This was. And this was. Never uh, been anything like it on TV. This thing flew more than an hour. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. It's still flying today. Go where no man has gone before. (laughs) My favorite Saturday Night Live spoof was William Shatner, and he was just, they were trying to talk to him. And these women come in and they start singing this acapella. And it's like, I'm getting a little weirded out it's here. so high. <laughs> it is. Why? Oh, it's painful. Yeah, by the time you get to the end, it's like, oh my word, what are you doing? Star Trek premieres. Mm-hmm, in 1966 on this day. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, let's talk about some number ones on this day in history. Yeah. There's some good ones. I don't know, I don't know 1974. Yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was the maestro. And about nine months later, there were a lot of babies <laughs> being born after this song. It's like the more you give, the more I want. And baby, baby that's, that's no lie. lie. And he, and he wrote those songs for his wife. Yeah. Now that is, that's sexy. Yeah, that's sexy. Uh, 1984, the number one song in the country was this one. She wanted to know, what does love have to do with it? Barry said everything. <laughs> Tina said, not so much. Who needs a heart when a heart can be got to do with it? A very empowering song, yeah. I think, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. Yeah. You can just see her strutting across the screen. Yeah, with those million-dollar legs. Those big old long legs. Yeah. I think they were a million dollars each. They I were don't know. insured, anyways. Probably. Yeah. Mm. She probably made uh, what was it? Mary Hart. Her legs oh, yeah. were insured as well. Yeah, that's right. They, those were the legs of Mary the, Hart had nothing on Tina Turner. Yeah, though. the legs of the eighties and I guess nineties. I don't mm-hmm. know. <laughs> uh, if it's your birthday today, happy birthday to you! You share it with some famous people. Hugh Grant. Turning 62. Yes, gentlemen in the pink shirt. Are there any circumstances in which uh, the two of you might be more than just good friends? I hoped there would be, but no, I'm assured there aren't. I was just wondering if uh, Mr. Thacker realized he'd been uh, a daft, begged you to reconsider whether you would, in fact, then reconsider. Oh my gosh, I love that movie yeah. so much. Now it makes me want to watch it. Yeah, Notting Hill. 
And, and I also loved him in music and lyrics where he played. It was kind of loosely based on Wham. Oh, okay. and he was like he oh, was really? like the the lesser known of the two. Uh, oh, really? Duos. Oh my gosh! It is a mindless, just hysterical movie that What's he did the name with again? Drew Barrymore. Uh, music and lyrics. Music and lyrics. And it's honey. Write that one down. It's so funny because yeah. he's at Knott's Berry Farm, oh. <laughs> you know, singing alone with a track. <laughs> it's it's really really wow. funny. It's a funny movie. This guy sings too. He's got well, a famous. He's got a famous song, a Jewish a Christmas or the Jewish, not a Jewish a Hanukkah song. song. A Hanukkah song, yeah. Yeah, Adam Sandler turning fifty-six years old. Sydney, can you leave some for us? <laughs> I thought you were um, trying to lose weight. Lay off me! I'm starving. <laughs> miss you, kiss you, give you my coat when you are cold. Need you, feed you, even let you hold the remote control. That's love. <laughs> yeah, that first love. bit was from an SNL skit. Was he in that? He was. He was one of the girls. Oh, in that famous in Chris Farley skit. Okay. Yeah. Like with David Spade. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, exactly. Uh, model Rachel Hunter having a birthday today. She turns fifty-three years old. Uh, a beautiful model, a very successful young woman from New Zealand meets and marries a global rock star. How, how did that begin? How did that happen? Where did you meet the guy? We met in a nightclub. I was doing um, Time Sports Illustrated Fitness Tape. Um, and he was imitating me doing that. And uh, I went up and I said, could you please stop doing that? You're really embarrassing. I just have a feeling if it had been me doing that, <laughs> I'd still be doing Time. <laughs> Yeah, talking about Rod Stewart and Herb. They were married for quite a good run. 16 years, Yeah, I think. And, uh, of course, he's he's remarried in 2007 and Mm -hmm. is uh, still married, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have singer Michael Buble having a birthday today, turning 46 years old. My wife and I, during a Michael Buble concert, he had him turn the sound system off, the one in Roanoke that he had to reschedule because he was sick the first time. Right. And he he said, turn the sound system on. He sang to us. And uh, my wife and I got out because we were like only the second row at the balcony. We got out and danced to it. And then other people got out and danced to it. It was just this neat moment where it, you felt like you were in a club. So and he was, turned the sound system and on? And he sang without the sound system. And his voice carried very well. Wow. Just one song he did that way. Huh. But uh, he's a special guy. I just love, I love this guy. Very talented. Everything. Yeah, he's got some got some good ones. He's Whoop. got some nice pipes on him. He does. For sure. Well, this oh, guy man. doesn't do pipes, but he does guitar strings. John McPhee from the Doobie Brothers turning 72. This song was such a huge hit when I was in high school. Black Water. It's one of their different kind of hits for the Doobie Brothers. 72 years old. All these guys are getting up there, man. What? Yeah, well, out there rocking time it. waits for no one. Uh, musician, <laughs> producer Dave Stewart from the Eurythmics having a birthday today, turning 70 years old. Sweet dreams are 
took me a while to get used to her with that short red hair. I just thought she looked angry. <laughs> I always loved her. Yeah. I just think she's great. She she's, was the... Uh, a lot of her songs are on my playlist. Yeah. She kind of looked like Pink. Kind of that. Before Pink, Before yeah. Pink, yeah. I guess so. Okay. Uh, actor Eric Stone Street of Modern Family having a birthday turning 51 years old. The big gay guy on Modern Family. The home improvement project that we've undertaken has been a near-death experience. Make the appetizers. <laughs> if an accident does happen, I hope he kills me because I don't think I would be a very inspiring disabled person. <laughs> True that. That couple was hilarious in that show. Contemporary Christian singer Lauren Daigle having a birthday today turning 32 years old. Truth is you know what tomorrow brings. There's not a day ahead you have not seen. So when all things Big voice coming out of a, a small frame. I'll tell you what. We were talking about her yesterday after the show. She's got some pretty good crossover songs as well. She's well known across the board. And then uh, finally, I don't even know how this happened. Uh, after Henry Thomas from E.T. Yeah. 51. How did that happen? I know. 51 years old. Craziness. This is him talking about the, the uh, what do you call it? The read, you know, the, the, the audition oh, okay. for the part. And you hear a voice in the background. It's Steven Spielberg. I can't take him away. He's mine. But it's not my choice. The president asked me to come here and get him. I don't care what the president says. He's my best friend. I think the audition was just sort of a let's make sure that we're not overamping and uh, going crazy over this kid. So they created the scenario and I, I did an improvisation and I started crying. I got very emotional. At the end of the audition, you hear someone say, Okay, kid, you got the job. And that was uh, Spielberg. And that's the only time that I've ever gone into an audition and known that I had it before I left the room. Wow. I mean, kid, you got he, the job. How does he not get it yeah, after that it was, it was performance? Quite. Yeah, he managed to produce those tears, and and it's so funny because when he says, because the video is up there, you can watch the whole whole audition. And he says, "Kid, you got the job." I mean, like not his tears dried up, but his whole facial expression goes like from this upset kid to this. This is so cool, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to remind you, I'm trivia. Sometimes referred to as a goon in some parts of the world, this product can last up to six weeks and was inspired by the storage of storage habits of shepherds. Sorry there at the end so it can be stored up to six weeks and was inspired by the storage habits of shepherds we're going to be back with the answer for you on this friday coming up here on the morning jam little boy michael buble for y'all out there another summer day has come and gone away from paris and rome but i want to go home I'm coming back home. We are the Morning Jam. It's drifting on by. You know how I feel. It's a new dawn. It's a new day. It's a new life for me. Jam with Janet and Rose and I'm Mark Lamb. Good. Ah, 
so good. You know something about him? He loves Michael Jackson, and he sang a few Michael Jackson deals. Uh-huh. The guy can dance. Really? Oh, he can dance. I just that song. I love that song so much, and I, I still can't wrap my head around the fact that it was written by Anthony Newley. It mm. just it's like I can't reconcile those those two things because right. it's such a soulful, mm-hmm. cool song. So it is Michael Bublé's birthday today. We were talking off the air. Uh, he grew up in Vancouver, British Columbia. Mm-hmm. He was introduced to swing music and old standards by his grandfather, who would give his services for free as a professional plumber to any musician willing to let Michael sing a couple of songs with them on stage. Wow. So Grandpa was really pushing him early on. Now, the way he made it was he struggled for like 10 years. He was ready to give it up. He was going to quit, do something else. He was at a corporate event where the former Canadian prime minister's right-hand man just loved him. Mm -hmm. Got a CD, took it to the prime minister, say, if you don't like the CD, you can use it as a coaster. So good. Yeah. He gets invited to do the prime minister's daughter's wedding. Mm-hmm. That's where he met David Foster. And and then it was all up, oh. up, 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 up oh, for yeah. him. I, absolutely. David, and you can't orchestrate that stuff. Yeah. And David Foster, here's the thing about David Foster. He's the perfect fit for a Michael Buble type oh, if singer. If he takes you under your wing, yeah. uh, under his wing, then you're set. Yeah. You're you're pretty set. Yeah, that's pretty so, cool. I didn't know those elements. I didn't know that's how he met. That's even that even makes the storybook even more special it's a, it's in my mind. It's a pretty mind. cool, pretty cool story. Yeah. Uh, having some fun with our Mind Jam trivia today. Uh, it's an interesting national day that folks are celebrating today. It is. It is sometimes referred to as a goon in some parts of the world. This product can last up to 6 weeks and was inspired by the storage habits of shepherds. Mm-hmm. We're talking about boxed wine, folks. Boxed wine. Boxed wine. I never would have thought that. Because shepherds kept the kept the wine right. in their flask, in their uh, the, the skinned mm-hmm. flask that mm-hmm. they would carry around. Right. And uh, so in 1965, people were like, wait a minute. <laughs> Maybe we could do that. Uh, so that was when the patent was done for the first boxed wine. Right. And then uh, a tap is put into it, right? Uh, the the original design mm-hmm. a little bit later on in the '60s, and then in the '70s it kind of kicks off, and then in the early 2000s that's when it really because it's just it has a much smaller footprint, and, it, and um, it's so convenient. Well, you just sit the box in the end of the counter, and boom. Well, you are you sit it in your fridge, and it yeah. stays cold all the time, and you're and you're there. It used to, box wines were considered like super cheap, not mm-hmm. really good, and they are a lot more affordable, mm-hmm. but now they're putting some really good, good wines. wines inside, yeah. Uh, some of them are consistently in the top of the ratings, like the black, spot wine, black box wines mm-hmm. in particular uh, do really well. Okay. In six weeks, you can't do that with a, yeah. of course, like a bottle of wine would last six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I laugh. <laughs> and we all laughed and laughed. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb.